Technology doesn't have to be frightening when you're tuned into tomorrow. Thank you to one of our favorite audio engineers who provided that. Stay tuned. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you may want a company who's there when you need them who actually picks up the phone when you call. Well, that's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. Hoping you all had a wonderful, spectacular Halloween. Spooktacular. Ah, that's right. It would have been spooktacular. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Did I post spectacular? Spectacular or spook? I think I, I posted spectacular. I screwed that did. up. You probably did. Well, that's not good. Anybody uh, that's nearby that can run to my Facebook page and tell me, did I post spooktacular, which is what I meant to do? Uh, I think you texted it to me. I don't know. Let me. I think so because you never check and, anything. But because yeah. I was thinking a spooktacular thing with Dave Graveline. You know, see, for Halloween, and now you have me wondering, I think I said spectacular, which would have just ruined the whole thing. Yeah, I don't know. I've got to go to WhatsApp, because you also you texted it, but it came in as this really low-res, blurry thing. And well, That's because you know. your iPhone can't handle a high-res image. Yes, yes. Wishing you a, a spectacular. Oh, God. God. Get better. What the heck? Get better. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got a year to fix that. Yeah, apparently. But then now remind me next Halloween beforehand that it's spooktacular. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe that. And I sent it to, like, millions of people. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Uh, did I mention that this is the Into Tomorrow broadcast for the weekend of November 3rd, 2023, the weekend after a spooktacular Halloween that we hope you had? Which means Christmas decorations can go up now. You know what? That's true. And being the president of our HOA, very large HOA, like 7,000 people here live here. Um, people should just call me mayor, I think. Anyway, I insisted that our electrician and those hanging lights on our gates and that sort of thing and our entrance gates, that they be up by November 1st. Because I want at least two full months of of being in the holiday spirit. I saw one of my one of my new favorite TikTok videos that I'm going to have to do next year, and it was somebody that had a, in the corner of their living room was this big white sheet made up like a ghost, and they said, well, now that it's November 1st, and they pulled the sheet off, and it was covering the Christmas tree. <laughs> so it was looking like a ghost <laughs> yes. until then. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Did you know that we're coming to you from the Dexcom G7 studios? I do now. Our very own here in Miami, changing the game for people living with all types of diabetes. Be sure to visit dexcom.com, especially after all that leftover candy from Halloween. Mm -hmm. Although I didn't have as much leftover, I had two bags and actually had to open the second bag this year. We had a bunch of kids come to my house this year. Many more than came last year, so maybe word's getting out that it's okay to trick-or-treat again. Well, you didn't put that really scary uh, window thing in your window this year, so you yeah. didn't scare all the kids away anymore. No, but most of the kids loved it. Even the little ones. The parents would drag them to my front door after seeing the scary front window animations and say, see, it's only make-believe, and, and here's this guy with uh, Stay Calm and Kill Zombies t-shirt on. And I was reminding all the kids, remember... Stay calm, kill zombies, and they all laughed. Well, at least you've upgraded from your uh, shirt that said, this is my Halloween costume. Yeah, that's all it said on it. Yeah. Or, yeah. I don't do costumes, which was The scary part shirt. was that, that was all you wore was that t-shirt. Now, don't say <laughs> that. You know, who do you think I am, Max or something? Yeah. Anyway, um, the point being is that we are delighted that you've tuned into the program. Hope you had a terrific Halloween and I'm wondering, do your digital assistants often contradict themselves? Yes. Because I know that you frequently will ask uh, Alexa, is it going to rain or something? And then you'll ask Siri. And, well, the other day, I had to ask Alexa, why do some turds float and, and, and others sink? <laughs> oh, God. 
And then she went on and on about, uh, you know, well, because too much fat content can often re- have your poop floating versus whatever. And then I asked my Google assistant the exact same question. And Google completely contradicted Alexa, saying many people think that it's too much fat in your diet, but that's completely wrong. And they went on to talk about fiber and other things and conditions and, and whatnot. They're two digital assistants that were contradicting each other. Well, you should ask Siri. Yeah, well, see, because the Google Home or Google Assistant uses, go figure, Google. Yeah. Which and is probably more trusty. Alexa uses Bing, last Bing. I heard. So yeah. there's your problem. There's the problem. Exactly. <laughs> you can't trust Microsoft's Bing. So they were completely wrong. Or was hey, Google Siri. completely wrong? Siri's not listening to me. Uh, try her again. I have to hit the I button. Talk to her. Hey Siri, why does some uh-huh. poop? Why does some poop float? Let's see. Stools that float are most often due to poor absorption of nutrients, malabsorption, or too much gas. Flatulence. <laughs> I don't know anything about too much gas. <laughs> oh God! Don't ever let Chris tell you he doesn't know anything about too much gas, especially if you're trapped in the same studio with him. Why do I think this show took a major turn? Down the, into the down a area. Major turd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I just wonder if our audience has issues with digital assistants well, contradicting themselves. Well, what audience we have left after this discussion? Yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> My fault again. Did I spook tecular scare you with that? <laughs> but please share with us if you've had contradictory info from digital assistants, because maybe you have Google Home, maybe you also have Alexa. Uh, why I don't know. I mean, I do because we test them always. But maybe you have somebody with Siri, and then you have somebody with Google Assistant on their phone at the house or something. But do you have that issue? And if so, do you have issues like me? Oh boy! <laughs> Thank God nobody has issues like you. I know. But do hit the Ask Dave button at IntoTomorrow.com, or the preferred method is using the free Into Tomorrow app. And participating that way. And we'll send you prizes just for telling us if yours contradicts themselves also. You don't have to ask that question. Ask any question. Is it going to rain today? And then ask another one. Is it going to? Because we've had that happen here all the time. We'll ask Google one thing. Is it going to rain this afternoon? No, no rain is expected. And then then you'll ask Alexa, is it going to rain this afternoon? It's raining right now. No, it's not. (laughs) Uh, well, speaking of spooktacular, uh, Apple held. Their, I'm trying to save the show now. Oh, thank you. Apple held their their scary fast showcase this week. That's what they called it, scary fast, because they, they oh. held it on Halloween. Oh. Uh, during the launch event, Apple took the wraps off some brand new Macs that come equipped with the latest version of the company's in-house chip. The new 24-inch iMac is getting an M3 upgrade that Apple says offers two times faster performance than its M1-equipped predecessor. The 24-inch iMac costs $12.99 with an 8-core G- uh, CPU or $14.99 with a 10-core chip. Apple also announced a new pair of 14- and 16-inch MacBook Pro models that come with either the M3 Pro chip or the higher-end M3 Max. Both laptops feature a mini-LED display, a 1080p camera, 6-speaker sound system, 22 hours of battery life, wow. and up to 128 gig of RAM. While the 14-inch MacBook Pro starts at about $2,000, the 16-inch M3 Pro model starts at a whopping $2,500. Um, but Apple's also releasing a cheaper 14-inch MacBook Pro that comes with the base M3 chip and starts at a, a much more modest $1,600. Only $1,600. Yeah. Uh, the device replaces the 13-inch MacBook Pro with an M2 chip that Apple released last year and offers performance that they say is up to 60% faster. Wow. And from our friends at PC Mag in this week's Into Tomorrow Tech newsletter that you can get for free by signing up with only your email address at intotomorrow.com. The fresh 24-inch iMac headlines Apple's M3 chip launch. How much does it advance the M1-based 2021 all-in-one? Well, we tell you how they stack up on components, design, and value in this week's Into Tomorrow tech newsletter. Apple's also reportedly working on adding health features to Apple Watch. Don't you have one? I do. To include blood pressure sensors. You need that. And sleep apnea detection. 
On the subscription side, the company also is adding the ability to add a health coaching app to its repertoire with guidance on workouts and eating plans. I know you won't do the workout thing, but maybe you'll look at the eating plans. Maybe. What do you think? Let us know at 800-899-INTO. And join us, won't you, at intotomorrow.com. Oh, I see you there now. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 10 million people. Without destroying your credit, they can reduce your interest rates, lower your total payments up to 50% to get you out of debt fast. For a free consultation, call Consolidated Credit now. The program works. Call 800-284-4037. 800-284-4037. 800-284-4037. Consolidated Credit Solutions Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Kansas CSO 0019051. Maryland DM 1492. Oregon DM 892. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission License Number DCA3. Service may adversely affect the individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action. Actual interest rates, length of program, and monthly payment reductions will vary by consumer and creditor. Yours could be higher or lower. Not a loan company. We do not lend money. You almost didn't get me back after this commercial break. Gaseous Chris was busy at it during the whole commercial break. I thought we left all that stuff in the in the previous segment. <coughs> hi, yi yi. Welcome welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline, barely. I'm Chris Graveline. Gaseous. No. Mm-hmm. Don't you have a bill to there was pay? A dog or something? in the corner. Yeah, but we don't have a dog in the <laughs> studio. This portion of Into Tomorrow brought to you by our podcast partner, Blueberry Podcasting. They're gas free with their advanced <laughs> podcast hosting plans. You also get a free WordPress site to grow your podcast. Oh, great! Start your free trial at b l u b r r y dot com. <laughs> and stay tuned in our next segment. Uh, we'll be chatting with. Uh, I always say we, but it's the collective we, even though you're doing all the talking. If I and can I'm survive, sitting, and I'm sitting. Behind the scenes um, with uh, Alex Nolman, the director of government with Panasonic Connect. He's here talking about their tough book line of rugged devices. And what do you want to do if you want to see what we're talking about? Visit our site into tomorrow.com if you're not there already listening to this audio and check out the video of right. said interview. All right. And what if people have questions maybe about the interview afterwards or questions about any tech issue then they can participate and win by calling the ask dave hotline 800-899-INTO that's 800-899-4686 using the uh, ask dave uh, microphone at intotomorrow.com or the message to studio button in our uh, into tomorrow app you said uh a lot are you sure can uh, you do yeah. it any any one of those ways uh maybe yeah just like your body oh boy your mind needs daily exercise too with this week's into tomorrow wellness tip brought to you by human touch here's victoria ladock thanks dave there are many activities that can be classified as brain games which can improve different cognitive functions like memory problem solving and critical thinking these include crossword puzzles chess sudoku or bridge but can also be creative outlets like drawing or learning a new language People who have participated in brain games for a few hours a week have experienced lasting benefits, including better control over their attention and mental processing abilities. By combining brain games with a healthy diet and daily activity, these benefits can increase even further. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Victoria Ladock. Back to you, Dave. Well, thank you, Victoria. Brain games. See, you've always been making fun of me for playing solitaire and mahjong and crossword puzzles. That's because I think you'd have better things to be doing. Well, I'm exercising my brain because my your brain needs exercise. Oh, boy. The Into Tomorrow <laughs> Wellness Tip is brought to you, as always, by Human Touch. For wellness every day, visit humantouch.com and be sure to rejuvenate your mind and your body. You know, we mentioned earlier about how to participate on the show, and but we didn't mention the stuff you can get by participating on the show. Because getting by is important. Oh, right. but when you, <laughs> when, participate, you when you participate, you get and we stuff. hear you on the air, 
We send you stuff. Like, for example? Like, like from Western Digital. We've got a SanDisk iExpand wireless phone charger with automatic backup. Oh, that's very handy, actually. With uh, Vivu, or from Vivu, we've got some more of their at-home urine tests to help track your body's wellness. And don't worry, we won't just send you a urine test. We'll send you that and something else, yeah. like... Like from Creative, we've got live cam sync V3 plug-and-play 2K webcams. Ooh. And Brondell, we've still got... They're providing one of these every month. A pro-sanitizing air purifier that removes dust, dander, pollen, smoke and airborne viruses valued at $800. Yeah, it's not like we still got it. It's because they provide one every single month. Yeah. And they ship it right to our winner. So participate, be heard, and win prizes on intotomorrow.com. Chris in Cold Spring, Minnesota, welcome into tomorrow. I was wondering if your modem has anything to do with your connectivity and keeping a good connection in that if I should get a new modem other than the one issued to me by my provider? And if so, what would be a good brand to get? Well, of course, the modem has everything to do with external connectivity and nothing to do with internal connectivity. In other words, if your internal network works, your devices can see each other and they think they're connected to Wi-Fi with a strong signal, but you don't have Internet access, then your modem may be to blame. If your Wi-Fi drops, then it's not your modem, unless it's an all-in-one model, oftentimes they are, that includes a Wi-Fi router in that same device. Yeah, getting a new modem is almost certainly pointless. As long as your modem adheres to the DOCSIS 3.0 standard, you should be all set for gigabit connections, and you won't notice a difference if you bring your own. Uh, the only advantage of buying your own would be to avoid monthly rental fees if you have them at all, in which case you can replace your modem with the same model issued by your internet service provider, likely pay around $100 and not pay monthly fees going forward if that's an option, but it's not always the case. But you have to be careful with that because most places like, like Comcast, which I have at home, they tell you specifically, you are welcome to have your own modem and not have to pay us every month. However, if you get your own modem, we will not offer support. Yeah, because they're going to automatically point fingers... To your modem. Right. And it'll be very easy for them to say, oh, no, your modem's to blame. You need to go. It's not us. Yep. You know. Well, we've we've had it on purpose, and we've done that just to see, and we know for certain our modem was fine. And Comcast says, no, it's your modem, because it's so easy for them to do. They're trained. Their techs oftentimes are trained to just blame the modem right. because, wait, it's not ours. Right. Because I, you know, I pay $13 a month for the Comcast modem, mm -hmm. and I've seen that exact modem for sale for $130. I've had it for more than two years. Duh. I could have bought two of them by now. Yeah, of course. Now, in terms, uh, Chris, of performance, uh, you're not very likely to notice any difference at all. And if your modem was provided by your internet service provider and it's not working properly, then they'll replace it for you and certainly should. Yeah, modems aren't marketed towards end users, so they're really uh, more solid devices with fewer quality issues than inexpensive routers and more akin to expensive and stable routers. So you don't really need to bother replacing your modem yourself to try to improve the quality of your connection. Yeah. Let us know what you end up deciding and why, because we get it. Like Chris said, he could have bought two by now instead of paying the monthly. But maybe there is something to be said about them not being able to point fingers elsewhere and just say, you know what, it's your problem one way or another. Come fix it. Now, unless you, you know, you have a cat that ate the wires or something and then they're going to charge you for a service call. But very likely, they're just going to replace it. Let us know. Intotomorrow.com is where we would love to meet you anytime at your leisure. So let's meet there, shall we? During these difficult times, we understand how important it is to stay healthy and safe. With so many of us confined to our homes and not being able to work, we feel the financial burden more than ever. Many folks lost their jobs and businesses. Others were furloughed and some are working from home at reduced pay. Keeping up with your bills is not easy under these circumstances. If you have credit card debt and cannot keep up with your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros are here to help. Give us a call to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. Protect your credit and let us help you find a solution that fits your needs. We, your friends at Debt Fix Pros, are here to help. Let us take care of your credit card debt so you can focus on what is really important. Call for a free phone consultation at 1-800-781-6764. That's 1-800-781-6764. 781 6764 United we stand. 1-800-781-6764. Finding the right experts to help you grow your business is always a challenge. 
Chameleon Collective is a hybrid marketing service and consulting firm that is hyper-focused on growing businesses, from digital marketing to optimizing your sales efforts. Our experts drive results. Our work and track history, ranging from innovative startups to Fortune 500 companies, speaks for itself. Learn more by visiting chameleoncollective.com or call us at 1-800-914-0245 today. Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline. Thanks for tuning in. We always thank you for participating on the program. And of course, if you're listening on the radio or the podcast or the 24-7 stream, as we remind you for all of our 28 years on the air covering consumer tech, be sure to visit us at intotomorrow.com, especially with our next guest, because the interview is on video. So you can see not only the guest, but the products we're talking about and that sort of thing. Whenever we visit trade shows, we try to do video of all of our interviews and uh, most of the time, the last several years, here in the studio even, uh, we do video. So if there's product to see, we want to share it with you. So again, be sure to visit us at intotomorrow.com. We met up with our next guest at the recent International Association of Chiefs of Police Conference in San Diego that we visited, and we try to get to those conferences as often as possible. A lot of very cool tech, not only for police, but also military and security, and just in general, uh, very cool things to see. Well, he's with uh, a company that offers hardware, software, and professional services that provide value to customers across all kinds of industries and certainly even us as consumers. Director of Government for Panasonic Connect is Alex Nolman. Am I saying your last name right, Alex? Yep, yes, sir. All right, thanks, Alex. Uh, tell me a little bit about Panasonic Connect. Um, how does that differ from the Panasonic that we've all known for many years? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Dave, for having us on and giving us an opportunity to chat. Sure. Uh, so Panasonic Connect uh, was was founded about a year and a half ago, um, and it's it's a uh, consolidation of different Panasonic companies from around the world. Uh, Panasonic, you know, over a hundred year old corporation, um, thousands of product lines across many many different industries and representing factories uh, all over the world. So uh, the Connect is really our business to business. Uh, portfolio, which includes, as we're talking about today, the rugged uh, mobility portfolio, but it also includes uh, digital signage, uh, broadcast production cameras, um, uh, some business products, some factory automation products, and uh, a, a suite of software solutions. So globally, we took all those businesses and brought them together under one umbrella, wow. uh, which is Panasonic Connect. So we're we're still, still a subsidiary of, of the Panasonic that everybody knows. Uh, just with a little more focus and a little more flexibility uh, to be able to bring solutions to the clients. I love it. Uh, we ought to connect with you with uh, with one of those <laughs> with one of those broadcast video cameras that we can perhaps evaluate as well at there some we point. Go. There and, we go. And the reason I say that is because we use and have used a bunch of your products for many many years. Not only uh, as we travel the world at various trade shows like where you and I last met up in San Diego recently, uh, but also because we use them in our studios and control room all the time. For example, we're constantly monitoring our stream, and when we're on remote broadcast, we're using this. Again, I'm, I'm showing folks this, so if you're just listening audio-wise, be sure to visit intotomorrow.com and see the product. But this is a tough book laptop, or tablet if you will, rather, uh, that does quite the job for us. And especially on remote broadcast, you probably saw one of my staff holding it and making notes with you as we were chatting in the Panasonic booth in San Diego uh, because we use it for booking guests on these broadcasts and confirming people and sending info. Uh, but that, but wait, don't order yet because we also, <laughs> sorry, the old DJ in me pops up every so often, but we also use the Panasonic Toughbook laptop constantly to record every single show and again on remote broadcasts around the world because it is so tough, because we have the ability uh, to carry it around and uh, and unfortunately let the airlines uh, abuse our equipment sometimes and that sort of thing. Uh, that's why 
Toughbook has been the way to go for us as broadcasters for all these years. So uh, I'm sure when we start talking about challenges, for example, that military, security, and especially law enforcement face these days, it's no wonder you guys were at the Chiefs of Police conference. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, the uh, the Toughbook brand was was founded around law enforcement. It was uh, you know 27, 28 years ago when this idea of putting a computer in a car first first started to formulate you know we had a we were panasonic at the time was an oem provider of computer technology and uh you know there was requests coming in for a product that didn't exist a a hardened (laughs) ruggedized laptop and uh so panasonic you know brought that to the market as the tough book and um it's it's, uh law enforcement has been our our uh, our core target market uh since day one and and continues to be the pride of the the portfolio and, and you may or may not know that I spent many years as a Miami-Dade police officer. Of course, back then we didn't have laptops in our horse and buggy, uh, but, but it has made an incredible difference. In fact, the department was just beginning to transition to that sort of thing when I left. And, uh, and now all the guys and gals that I know or used to work with say they couldn't do their job without the tough book in the car. And, and it makes perfect sense, uh, you know, because, and no to some people, they're not watching movies or, or, or something. But talk about the ability to do report writing, the ability to run a tag very quickly. I mean, all the things that one would expect where data makes a difference in law enforcement, you guys have got that covered. Yep, yeah, and uh, we, we've definitely seen that transition where, you know, the computer was a, a nice to have at first, you know, and then, you know, we saw a lot of pushback of, um, been handwriting tickets my whole career. I'm not about to stop, but <laughs> yeah. like you said, now it's it's become a critical tool. And uh, you know, if, if the if the computer goes down, you know that 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 officer, that deputy, and essentially that car comes out of service. Yeah, oh, and yeah. Uh, we really, you know, we we started off with Toughbook, you know, being the the ruggedness and being able to survive, but it's really turned into the reliability. Uh, just like you know, in your studio. You know, that device has to be running 24-7 if, if that car's on patrol or fire truck, you know, in a station waiting on a dispatch call. Uh, and, and consumer technology, you know, even though it can be ruggedized, just isn't designed for that kind of, uh, you know, nonstop service. Uh, yeah. so that's really where we've kind of shifted the focus is to that reliability and longevity side. And I think it's terrific that you guys at Panasonic basically were faced with a problem that did exist, but no solution yet until you took on that challenge. You know, because, we, you know, a lot of departments uh, and fire departments, police departments, certainly military as well, were saying, if only we had something like a laptop that could handle the abuse we have to put it through. You know, right. we, we don't have the luxury of being in an office. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're mobile and we're moving and we're, maybe we're in a tank or something. You know, number of things and then you guys said that doesn't exist does it let's fix that and you did uh so kudos to you in fact it's funny because the the uh, newer officers that i encounter uh, regularly uh, say you wrote tickets by hand oh yeah thanks you know yes and i'm 150 you know (laughs) whatever but you're right you know if they can't do that with all the things that automatically fill in the blanks and stuff yeah it took us a long time to write a ticket um you know as opposed to now you can scan a license and you get it all in you put in the right statute number and out it comes you know and it immediately goes to the clerk of the court's office and where it needs to be and i mean just all things are appropriate how do you think alex technology has really helped law enforcement professionals because there are many challenges so how has tech addressed them do you think yeah that's a great question i i think it started you know with the efficiency right being able to write a ticket faster more accuracy you know less time but it's really turned into um a, a conduit of communication um and i i think really safety is is the driving factor now uh basically bringing as much data as much information real time to the front line you know giving that officer that deputy access to everything they could ever need uh, right at their fingertips when they need it not having to, to wait for a, a you know look something up or capture something or research something um, you know just being able to, to roll up on a scene and and even if it's a Google search this what kind of snake am I looking at or um, you know we hear in law and fire rescue all the time before they cut a car where are the battery cables you know where are the battery mm. packs uh, being able to pull up those diagrams, you know, in the field and uh, look at them real time, being able to pull up, you know, uh, 
uh, maps of, of buildings and schools and so forth. So it's really, uh, you know, the technology is really given uh, a, a safety net, if you will, to the frontline workers that, you know, gives them access to what they need when they need it. And that's uh, some great examples, and I'm glad you brought several of those up. And, and a lot of times it's even just GPS in order to get to the call properly. <laughs> you know, it might not be an area that you're that familiar with, or, you know, you've got, uh, as a deputy sheriff, perhaps in rural areas, you know, gee, I haven't been out there in years, you know, for any reason, and uh, where is it? <laughs> you know, And just to have, a, you know, a tough book lead you uh, to that, let alone some great examples about, you know, uh, what kind of snake is it and do I need, what are my concerns or any number of things that can come up that they have the ability uh, to deal with. And of course, I talk a lot about the benefits of Toughbook, both with the, the tablet and the laptop that we carry everywhere. Uh, mm -hmm. But tell me about uh, the hardware and services that Toughbook provides, uh, because people do look at benefits. Of course, you have to. Yeah, so it's it's interesting, you know, as you and I have kind of taken a trip down memory lane here yeah. with ticketing, you know, yeah. when uh, when when the first generations of Toughbooks came out, even to you know probably seven or eight nine years ago, you know, there was a lot of things that were really unique about them. Nobody uh, nobody knew what a touchscreen was. They were they were just starting to come out on ATM machines. Good point. And, you know, here's here's a computer that you can touch. Um, putting a backlight under the keyboard, you know, was a very unique feature back then. The embedded modem was was uh, really, you know, unheard of in the industry um, of having a cellular connection built into the device. Um, and then, you know, fun fact, not many people know, you know, Panasonic was actually the first company to put a CD drive into a computer. Wow. Um, you you know, don't anymore, though, do you? <laughs> it's, it's like, who can not find anymore. an optical drive anywhere no, anymore? No, that's, that's, uh, that's, yeah. that's one of uh, one of our unique features that it, since it's, it's our product in our factory, you know, we're still uh, we have a lot of military customers that want CD drives. We have a lot of utility accounts that still want serial ports, wow. uh, you know, on their devices. So we can we can accommodate all those things uh, when you own the factory. So, yeah. um, but <laughs> uh, so it, it's been interesting. The hardware is really, you know, nowadays, you know, a, a touchscreen and a backlit keyboard and an embedded modem are really standard on any laptop. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, it's it's really evolved, and it's it's been fun to see what was once a very niche you know, uh, product features become mainstream. So we've, like I said, we've really shifted our attention um, to, to putting in features and, and items that are, are requested by users from a safety perspective, from a, a efficiency perspective. Um, a little detail you'll notice, all, all the tough books um, have a, a, a red F11 key that's got a little square around it. You know, I see you looking at yours right there. <laughs> yes. You probably noticed that too. Yeah, exactly. Um, and sure enough, there it is, right? <laughs> yeah. So Windows doesn't really use F11. So we we, we highlighted that as, uh, you know, use it for whatever you want. It can be to, to acknowledge a call. It can be to call for help. But we figured uh, if we make it red and we make it easy to find even when you can't see it, you know, it, uh, you know that that's a feature that you don't really need on a consumer grade laptop, but can be a uh, make a big difference when you're in the car and not wanting to take your eyes off the road or, yeah. you know, watching a, a dangerous situation in front of you and need to reach down and call for and, and acknowledge something without actually looking at it. So ah, love it. Little well, features like that um, yeah. on some of our tablets, we've started adding physical buttons. You know, we've learned uh, we've we've heard from our our law enforcement customers over the years that, uh, you know, being being very tactile, they want buttons they, that they can reach down and touch. Um, so being able to, to add shortcut commands and buttons that they can reach down and physically push a button to, to launch application or, you know, capture something mm -hmm. uh, versus having to put a keyboard command or use a mouse. So little, little things like that go a long way and uh, really differentiate, you know, what a, a consumer product would be versus something that, you know, built for a specific job. Too bad you can't yet push a button and capture the criminal. But that's a whole other thing. You help in <laughs> capturing the criminal. Chris, I want this F11 button now, uh, which is red and very easily stands out, programmed to uh, help me in some manner. We'll, we'll figure yeah. something out. Uh, yep. <laughs> one of the extra cool things, Alex, while I've got you and we're fast running out of time, yeah. is the fact that you have multiple modules, or I'm not sure if that's what you call them anymore, yep. uh, where they can specifically deal with certain customers, whether it's law enforcement or otherwise, that has a particular need for something that maybe most of us don't. Yeah. Uh, thanks for bringing that up. Uh, you know, again, feedback from our, our end users on the front line has kind of been the, the core of our company. And, you know, one of the things we kept hearing is, hey, technology changes. Yeah. We've invested a lot of a lot of money into these products. We, we put them in cars, 
you know, that have a lot of money invested in them. And we can't, we can't afford to swap out, you know, technology when every time something new comes out. Yeah. Um, so what we did was all the Toughbook models have gone to a, an X-Pack design, a modular, you know, option. So we take as many components as possible and, and make them interchangeable. So on most devices, there's three or four areas where you can add and remove products out in the field real time. Nice. Um, things like a fingerprint reader, a smart card reader, a barcode scanner, uh, a FLIR camera, um, and then the, your standard, you know, the optical CD drive, an extra hard drive, an extra battery. Uh, so really, you know, the, the IT department can buy one computer and maintain one image across the business or the, the agency, but then it can be easily customized for specific departments or specific missions. So a, a, a detective might want an extra hard drive or, um, you know, a frontline officer might need the fingerprint scanner or the barcode scanner to read driver's licenses. Yeah. So being able to swap those out and, uh, and upgrade. And then that gives us the flexibility when a new technology comes out, which um, there's just been some, some new biometric fingerprint readers that are starting to hit the market. So we're able to quickly develop an X-Pack and allow our customers to add that functionality to their existing devices. Uh, for a very minimal cost and with very disruption, just you know, click it out, click it in, and you know the, the officers back out on the street where he belongs. One of the many things we love about Panasonic and the Tough Book line, uh, and you own the factory, so yeah, you you make it work, you make it fit, you make it you know possible. And what's great is people don't have to buy all those modules. You buy the Tough Book, and then you get what you need. And in the future, it really is future proofing because I'm not sure what else you can do that you're not already doing. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, gotta love it. For more, you want to visit toughbook.com. And of course, we'll get you there when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. Alex Nallman is the director for government with Panasonic Connect. Alex, a delight to chat with. And uh, thank you for spending a few minutes with us. You've got some great products. Keep up the good work. And as I say, I don't know what you can do for the next version, uh, but whatever it is, I know you guys will come up with it. Thanks, Dave. Really, really appreciate the time. It's our pleasure. Again, toughbook.com for more. And of course, visit us at your leisure, hopefully often and regularly at intotomorrow.com. I'm Dave Graveline. Stay tuned. There's much more to come right here on Into Tomorrow and right here on the Advanced Media Network. How would you like to feel your best every day? For over 40 years, Human Touch has designed high-performance massage chairs, ergonomic zero-gravity recliners, and targeted massage products that not only rejuvenate the mind and body, but have helped owners perform, sleep, and live better. Sitting in a Human Touch massage chair is the perfect way to unwind, relieve pain, or recover from a hard workout. And it's all from the comfort of your own home 24-7. Anytime you need to relax sore muscles, de-stress, or even just take a moment for yourself. Human Touch works with medical practitioners, world-class athletes, and award-winning design teams to provide therapeutic benefits daily, but also offer an aesthetic appeal that captivates the eye and enhances any space. Ready to learn more? Visit humantouch.com. Human Touch your best every day. StreamGuy Streaming Media Services is proud to sponsor Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. Delivering audio and video to the web since 2000, StreamGuys is the affordable, reliable, and scalable choice for today's demanding media delivery needs. Stream to iPhones, mobile devices, and PCs all from the same platform. Stream in Windows Media, QuickTime, and the ubiquitous Flash using our full-featured, low-cost Wowza Flash servers. Increase your ROI with our subscription system and pre-roll ad services and turn your content into cash. StreamGuys, offering professional streaming media services for the smartest businesses on the internet. Learn more at www.streamguys.com. And during this break, Chris proudly tells me that he used to work with a graphics guy that always called him Gaseous Chris. No, no. Gaseous Pete. Because we all had pirate names, and my pirate name was Gassy Pete, and I'm going to stop telling you stories. Gassy Pete. Well, <laughs> I'd rather you stop doing something else. All right, Gassy Pete. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet. Enjoy more of everything the internet has to offer, even gassy videos. No! Uh, text RADIO to 35000 for more info. Again, text the word RADIO to 35000. The first X-ray pictures are taken. A milestone is reached in the creation of the internet. And a popular web browser is launched. 
Well, it all happened this week in tech history. Brought to you by IFA. Jump aboard the time machine. You've got mail. Time to head into yesterday with This Week in Tech History. History, 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 history. Here's Chris. Gassy Pete. Yeah, stop it. This week in 1895, scientist Wilhelm Röntgen, because he's German, or in that part of the world. Wow. Um, I he, didn't know you could speak German. Yeah. Nine. Now. Uh, he took the first x-ray pictures. He had been experimenting with electricity, but failed to turn off the machine. Wow. The device he was working with overheated and emitted rays. Röntgen came up with a scientific principle that would allow him to take x-ray pictures. Other x-rays had been observed before this, but Röntgen was the only one to prove that his machine worked. He may have been a clever scientist, but he had no business savvy. He never patented his x-ray machine and never received any money for it. Never send a human to do a machine's job. That was the problem, I'm guessing. Yeah. In 1980 this week, the NASA space probe Voyager 1 made its closest approach to Saturn and took the first images of its rings. Uh Voyager 1 was launched in 1977 and still remains in operation after all these years, communicating with the Deep Space Network to receive routine commands and transmit data to Earth. Most illogical. In 1990 this week, Sir Tim Berners-Lee published a formal proposal for what we know now as the World Wide Web. Let's get it started! Before settling on that name, the World Wide Web was very close to being referred to as the Information Mesh. (laughs) I wonder if that that was because it also is the initials T-I-M, which was his name. The information, the information mesh. mesh. So instead of being uh, www. It'd be tim. Dot or tim. Dot. No, your brother would be too proud of that. Yeah. And this week in 2004, Firefox 1.0 was released. The internet browser has had more than 80 versions since then. And while very popular, ranks only third on desktops at about an 8% market share, just behind Safari, but very far behind the number one desktop browser, Chrome. <laughs> Which has a nearly 70% market share of desktop browsers. Really? That yes. much? Yeah. Wow. And I mean, that, I use Chrome too, but for some reason I've always had Firefox as my default. And that is just reason 436 uh, why Google knows everything about us. Yeah, true. <laughs> That's our look back at This Week in Tech History, brought to you by IFA in Berlin, where innovation lives. Visit ifa-berlin.com. Thank you. Goodbye. Yes, we appreciate that ever so much. Do you have a tech history item you'd like Chris to cover? Be sure to let us know, 800-899-INTO, or of course, use the free Into Tomorrow app. Search those two words in your app store, Into Tomorrow, and participate that way. Call in, win stuff. Thank you. This holiday, don't keep your customers waiting in silence. Spread joy, cheer, and the holiday spirit with Advanced Productions. Your customers will thank you, and you'll be ringing in the sales this holiday season. And the best way to do that is with a custom holiday on-hold message from Advanced Productions. For over 40 years, we've been providing affordable audio and video services to businesses all around the world. Let us create a custom holiday on-hold message for your business for less than $200 with no subscriptions or extra fees. Our professional team will craft delightful messages that showcase your brand and warm hearts throughout the season. Advanced Productions, the sound of the season and your key to holiday success. Let the holidays be Begin with Advanced Productions. Visit onholdaudio.net or call now 1-888-899-8511. 888-899-8511. Happy Holidays from Advanced Productions at onholdaudio.net. Welcome back Into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by the Dexcom G7 Continuous Glucose Monitoring System. The future of diabetes management is here. Visit dexcom.com. You know, earlier we were talking about subscribing to our free once-a-week tech newsletter with just your email address, which we won't share with anyone. Just this last week, we had a whole bunch of new subscribers, including from Denmark... Singapore, Dubai, and Anchorage, Alaska. Oh. Yeah. So, very cool. Sign up for our free Into Tomorrow Tech newsletter at, cleverly enough, intotomorrow.com. Wow. Yeah. 
If you want to take advantage of some of the paywalled features on Twitter or X or Y or whatever it is, uh, but the price is off-putting, the social media platform is now tweaking its subscription with two additional plans, one of which will slash the price by more than 50%. The company announced the new Basic and Premium Plus plans, which join the existing Premium plan. Uh, Premium Plus is the most expensive of the pack, costing double that of the regular Premium tier. Opting for the $16 per month Premium Plus will remove ads from your feeds and boost the visibility of your replies. But the more compelling option may be the $3 basic tier, which gives you some of the most interesting uh, X features. That includes the ability to edit posts, download videos, uh, background video playback, longer posts, a small boost in reply visibility, mm-hmm. and more. Uh, the downside is that you won't get that oh-so-coveted blue check mark. Oh, gosh. But that's $3 a month. That's $3 a month. To not get the blue check mark. Right. Or you can just pay nothing and not even be on Twitter like me, because I'm a happier person for it. Are you? Yeah. Really? Okay. A number of startups are developing methods to help owners and buyers of used electric vehicles calculate how much the battery in a vehicle is worth. As the most expensive component, of course, the battery typically represents around 40% of an EV's total value. But battery life can be affected by regular, rapid charging and other actions that can cause faster degradation. And you may not know if you're buying a used vehicle if the previous owner has kind of ruined the battery for you already. So watch for some startups that are hopefully going to help you figure that out, assuming you even care to buy a used or any electric vehicle. I don't know if you'd want to buy a vehicle used because those batteries, as you say, they tend to degrade over time. Yes, and, and especially if they if the people that owned it before were rapidly charging all the time, it degradates the battery much, much faster. And you don't know that. So you might be getting a lemon. Uh, An electric lemon. Yeah, the only thing worse than an electric car is a used electric car. There you go. Samsung has uh, used a short video to join Google in urging Apple to add support for rich communication services to iMessage, which would end the blue bubble versus green bubble divide. Uh, The reason for their campaign is obvious. If Apple made the change, people would be more likely to switch from iPhone to Samsung's Androids. Uh, If an iPhone receives a text from another Apple user, it shows up as a blue bubble. But texts from Android users show up green. And many of the features of iMessage don't work with those green bubbles. Uh, This is because iMessage doesn't support support RCS, instead reserving the best benefits of its messaging software to other iPhone users. And you know, if you're colorblind, you don't care what color your bubble is. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because back, you know, in days of yore, when I was back in my dating days, and I would <laughs> I would meet a nice young woman somewhere, and we would exchange numbers. When I get that first text, if it was a green bubble, I knew it wasn't going to work. Because they were Android? Because they were Android. What color are my bubbles? Green. Okay. That's why you don't <laughs> respond half the time. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, my gosh. What do you think? We do want to know. We really do want to know your thoughts. How does one tell us? By uh, visiting intotomorrow.com. Click that Ask Dave microphone or use the free Into Tomorrow app. Debbie calling in with the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. We love you for that, Debbie. Hello there. I have a question about determining whether a website is safe to put my credit card information on. I use a, I think they call them MVNO, one of those cheaper phone plans. And I gave them my credit card and found that within a couple of weeks, my credit card was hacked and had to have a new card. And then I heard that that particular company was not being responsible and had leaked the information in people's credit cards out. So is there a way to tell in the future if I go to put my information in if it's going to be safe. Well, first of all, Debbie, thank you for using the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. Sound good. Sounds like she's right here in the studio. Oh, there she goes. He's in the hall. Uh, There are two parts to this, actually, the technology and internal security practices. And for the benefit of our other listeners who may not know, MVNO stands for Mobile Virtual Network Operator. These are companies that basically piggyback, if you will, on another cell network. These would be the low-cost cell service uh, carriers like TrackPhone, Boost Mobile, Consumer Cellular. There are many others. Now, you can check to see if they're using the technology that allows your credit card information to travel securely 
in a properly encrypted connection by checking your browser's address bar when you're on the page in which you need to enter your information. If there's a little padlock upper left corner in that address bar and there's an HTTPS address, that's your browser's way of telling you that the website is using an SSL certificate. That's secure socket layering. That's what SSL stands for. You don't need to know that, but just so you know. The information you enter in there can be securely transferred. Now, the other side of that is the internal security practices of the company. And the truth is you can't rely and you can't really know what they're doing for sure. There have been plenty of recent cases of big names doing really unsafe and careless things. Yeah, for instance, uh, Parler famously had millions of profiles content downloaded because, incredibly enough, they didn't randomize their user IDs. So just incrementing the user ID by one allowed anyone with basic programming skills to programmatically download the contents of the next profile and keep the chain going until they reach the last user in the database. Uh, and Facebook's default security settings, those are so poor that default profiles can be scraped by anyone, something that they want to convince us is normal. Of course, it's it's not normal, and it's just the result of their own poor business practice. They sell your information, and you're more likely to use their service if you can be creepy and read up on another user's profile before you friend them. It's a choice to share as much as they do. Yeah, very true. Now, if the MVNO you used happened to not sanitize inputs on the page, I know this is getting real technical, but we wanted to kind of get you the info, or otherwise open themselves up to attacks, their database may have been accessed by someone else. And you'd really have no way to know that was a possibility before you signed up without running penetration tests on the page, which you can't really do without consent, since you'd be considered to be trying to hack their page, imagine that, and could get into trouble yourself. Yeah, the best way to avoid issues with virtual number providers is really to just go with a big enough name that they'd be afraid of the poor PR and hopefully be inclined to follow industry standards when it comes to securing your data. Yeah, and good luck with that. Debbie, great question. I don't know that we've really helped allay your fears, uh, but at least you got the info there and you probably can't go wrong if you just go with a major carrier at that point and yeah. not one of their piggyback people yeah and long story short as you mentioned earlier just look for that little padlock in your browser because mm -hmm. that at least tells you whatever page you're on is using a security certificate yeah the little lock and https think of the s as security all the way by the way into tomorrow.com where we are secure Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, use our free Into Tomorrow app available in your app store or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. If you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt, then you need to call us right now. Debt Fix Pros can significantly reduce the amount you owe, and you could be debt-free faster than you think. I knew we had to do something. Our debt was growing. It was getting out of control, and we just didn't know what to do. We saw an ad for Debt Fix Pros. We called, and they showed us how fast they could get us out of debt. Call 800-781-6764. That's 800-781-6764. In today's connected world, high-speed internet is a necessity. Luckily, where you live no longer means missing out on a fast connection. Do what we did and get HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. HughesNet Gen 5 delivers the speed you need where you live. Own a business? HughesNet has plans for you, too. Text RADIO to 35000 for offers in your area. That's RADIO to 35000. HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available where you live and work.